Welcome to the Life and Times podcast with your host Lloyd Phillips. This is a podcast that's put on for the people, by the people, of the people. I, to be honest, I think I'm the only people. It's all. It's really just going to be me, probably, and uh, occasionally maybe some other people, but. Welcome back to the Life and Times podcast. I'm your host, Lloyd Phillips. And, uh, you know, we'll get to our episode right after a word from our sponsors. Boxing Bear Print Company. You can reach them at BoxingBear.com. Boxing Bear is an independent art studio and print company located in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Since 2011, the studio has stocked alternative art prints and paintings for its loyal customers and friends. And right now, if you subscribe to their mailing list, you can get 20% off. I mean, I'd go hit them up. As a matter of fact, these guys made my infamous podcast logo, which I'm still very much appreciative of. So go check them out at BoxingBear.com. Our next sponsor is The Cookie Barn. You can reach them at TheCookieBarnWaco.com. So they're an online cookie company, and they have a pickup location, and they'll deliver locally in the Waco, Texas area, but they also ship nationwide. So you can order for birthdays, anniversaries, reunions, showers, or just really any occasion, uh, or just enjoy them yourself. So they specialize in company and client relations, and they have discount pricing. So let your clients know and your customers know that you're thinking about them, and you appreciate their business. Also, with every purchase, you'll be satisfied knowing that you're supporting an amazing nonprofit organization and they help foster and adoptive families. So a portion of every purchase goes towards e1a.org. Encourage one another, thecookiebarnwaco.com. Winchester Ranch premium beard oil products contain unique scents that are unmatched in the marketplace. They only use natural, unfiltered, uncut oils to provide the most nourishing ingredients in your beard regime. So leave the big box beard oils for the hipsters because no self-respecting cowboy wants to work cattle smelling like a New Jersey nightclub. So whether it's AM Lumber, Outlaw, Trail Boss, or Whiskey Saddle, Winchester Ranch Beard Company has a scent for everyone. You can reach Winchester Ranch Beard Company at WinchesterRanchBeardCo.com. Once again, WinchesterRanchBeardCo.com. Welcome back to another episode of the Life and Times podcast. I'm your host, Lloyd Phillips. Good to be back, um, by the way. So uh, this week, uh, things... Look, man, it's a good week. I always say that, I think, but I have good weeks. Uh, if it's a bad week, I'd, I'd usually tell you, but, uh, you know, it's fine. If you heard the last show, I think I started with, oh, I felt a little under the weather. Yeah, well, I feel fine now. Probably because my my physicality... Uh, I'm, I'm real top rate physicality. I give myself a 10 for that. So, uh, yeah, it, it's, things were good. So here's the thing. I'm 42. Uh, I often say, I often repeat myself every week. I repeat myself about something, but I'm 42 
And so today I was at a, I was at a junior high basketball game. This episode is not about sports at all. Uh, though I will say my third grade daughter did score 24 points, which by the way, as a dad makes you feel pretty cool. Uh, it's, you know, it's the first time that's happened. She scored, she scores a few points every game, but that's the first time it's happened. So I felt pretty cool about it, to be honest. Uh, side note though. Um, so I was at this basketball game tonight and, and it made me think. I, I feel like a kid mentally, something else you hear me say all the time, even though I'm 42, but I, I was mid conversation <laughs> mid conversation tonight with a couple of my buddies. And uh, though I feel like that mentally, I then zoned out in the conversation because our conversation was about the... <laughs> <laughs> The conversation was about the grass in our yard. And uh, that's what it was about. <laughs> so this is like a full-blown conversation that we're all into answering and responding to each other's questions. And in that conversation, I'm 42 years old, and I often say I feel like a kid. And I this could be one of the first conversations where mid-conversation, I totally zoned out and thought, we are having an in-depth. Everybody's adding, to, everybody's adding to the conversation, and we're having an in-depth conversation about the grass in our yard, and we're dead serious about it. Like this is a serious thing, and that's when I thought. I don't know if you just feel old one day. I just think that like you become old. You just realize all of a sudden. And it may not be now because I still feel like a kid mentally, but I'm saying we had a conversation about grass and we were dead serious about our conversation about grass. And so I think you just, you just become old. Like you, you just are there mentally, um, 20 years, me and those same two buddies, we're going to be talking and we're going to be like, um, not to bring up this tragic story, but we're going to be like, Hey, remember nine 11 because we lived it. And, and, and in 20 more years, that's 40 years ago and kids in school are going to read it in their school books and, and it's not going to mean anything to them. They're just going to be like, oh yeah, the, somebody attacked the United States 40 years ago and move to the next chapter. (laughs) And that's it. Not realizing that that literally changed the entire course of America. That, that single event, it did. Uh, and I'm not, the show's not about that, but that event literally changed it. Um, that event is what caused the Patriot Act. That event's what allowed the president, it's not political, so that's not where I'm going, but I'm saying that's what allowed the president full authority to make a decision on his own without Congress approval. Um, that event, that that's what caused all that. That event is what led to politics as you see it today. And I don't care where you stand with it. It doesn't matter if you're on the left or right. Because both sides have attempt. Did I say both with an L? Remember, if you listen to the show, sometimes I don't say that word correctly. But that that event is what led to uh, both sides assuming they have ultimate authority and making decisions and not following the proper channels as the government was set up. So I got a little long winded about that, but just to say, like, 
you know, the 40 years from now, we still feel like our lives were impacted. If we're, we're going to be 60 years old sitting there talking about how our lives were impacted about that single event and, and other kids at the, you know, 40 years from now are going to read it like it was just a thing that happened in history. And, uh, like, yeah, well, that's what happened. So <laughs> the conversation about, <laughs> I, I feel like it went a little deep there. The conversation about grass, that's how, you know, you're old. Uh, you don't ever know, you know, some things are traced back to a singular event. And I honestly believe that, uh, today is the day that it happened where I thought (laughs) I just in, in depth talked about grass, you know, you know, and not the wacky weed, by the way, uh, for those of you that don't know, uh, Winchester Rams, their new sponsor and, uh, and, I've been waiting. What you don't know is I've, I've, I haven't shaved. Uh, if I didn't, if I might've said that the last couple of weeks, I don't remember, but I haven't shaved. So I'm still sitting here. Uh, my beard is out of what I call out of control. For those of you that don't know, I'm not that manly. So it's not like I have this lavish beard. Uh, it's not lavish at all, but it's more facial hair. This is the third longest my facial hair has ever been. I, I probably said it last week, but so I've been, I was waiting on the beard oil. It showed up today. And, and I tried it. Uh, I, I, I have all, all the different kinds. So today I put on trail boss. That's what I use today. Trail boss. Uh, it smells, it actually smells really awesome. Uh, and I, and I wore it. Here's what I know. I look, if, yes, it is a plug, but not on purpose. Like it's not like an advertising. I'm saying that I bought this trail boss and I put it on. So, because I'm not that manly. So it's not like I grew up with beard oils or beard bombs. I don't know anything about, about them. Uh, but I put it on. It did soften it up, and it smelled pretty good. You know, because when you put oil on your beard, it's right next to your nostrils. So I smelled it the rest of the day. Well, it didn't make me nauseous. And sometimes, so my point is, is like it's not like this overwhelming smell where you're like, all right, I've had enough of that because it's on my beard all day. That was awesome. It's great. So if you have a beard, uh, ladies, if you don't have one, you know, let's just say you have long arm hair or whatever, uh, put beard oil, makes it softer. Uh, so I would suggest it for everybody though. It's for beards. Um, yeah, I thought it was pretty good stuff to be honest. Uh, Winchester ranch. I, I felt like a cowboy when I, when I put it on and, uh, you know, Yellowstone's a big show these days. So if you want to be Yellowstone in real life, by the way, I've never watched the show. Uh, now I'm, I'm going to move on from beard oil. I've never watched the show Yellowstone and I hear people talk about it all the time. Like it's the greatest show ever. I don't know if it is or it isn't. I didn't watch it. I, I think I started the first episode and it's not like I didn't like the episode. I, I probably got a phone call and got sidetracked and I just never went back. So I didn't finish it. So I don't really know, but like people are acting like this is the greatest thing that's ever hit television, but I don't know. I don't watch it. But, like, large amounts of people do. So, if you want to feel like a cowboy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Winchester Ranch, that's where it's at. So, uh, yeah, I've I've never watched Yellowstone. I watch other things. Like, uh, this week, this week, Ozark come out. People are like, oh, you got to watch Ozark. Have you seen the latest episodes? I haven't. 
I actually, I have not. And, and so I don't know if you watch these shows and once again, people all over the world listen. So I don't know if you watch Netflix and cause if you're like me, I don't want to, I'll get back to Ozark. But if you're like me, I don't want to watch shows that I got to read the subtitles. So if you don't uh, speak English as your primary language, if you don't speak English at all, uh, and you're in Denmark, I don't even know if you watch Netflix because I can tell you right now, I've watched one movie on Netflix ever that was subtitles. And I watched the entire two hour subtitled movie. I actually thought it was awesome. I think it was girl with the dragon tattoo. I think that's what I watched, but I don't want to make a habit of it because I want to watch the show. Uh, if I like glance off to the side, you know, if it's in the language I speak, I still know what they're saying. So I, I hate watching subtitle movies, but if you're in another place, are you guys fascinated by Ozark and Yellowstone? Like, is that, I wonder if the fascination is real. If you're in a different part of the country for one, I don't want to read subtitles, nor do they probably want to read subtitles or you or wherever you're at. But, uh, well, if you're listening to this show, you got to speak English. Otherwise you're, you're not going to know what I'm saying, but I, do people watch Yellowstone overseas? I mean, it's, it's about a ranch in Montana. Is it Montana? You know, Yellowstone. <laughs> yeah. Wherever. Yeah. Somewhere around there. I don't know if people watch it all over the country. I don't. Th- it's just my, my take here. I don't think people in Switzerland want to want to grow up and be cowboys. Do they even ride horses in Switzerland? And I don't know. You know, I don't want to sound ridiculous. I don't want to go too deep where people are like, you can't be that dumb. Do people ride horses in Switzerland and Denmark and, you know, roughly those countries? I don't know if they do. I I don't know if they do. I, I would have to go back to movies, but there's not a lot of movies I've seen that are set in Denmark or Switzerland. I keep saying that. All I know is they make cool watches, but I don't know about the cool horses. They run races over there. I have no idea. I don't know. I have an exclusive thing to tell you. I haven't told anybody to include my wife or my daughter. My oldest daughter knows the youngest daughter does not. Her parents do not her, her friend's parents don't know either. So, um, I was at, uh, I was at a game this evening, same game, same, same game where we talked about grass. Um, and after the game, I started talking to my oldest daughter, who was a cheerleader at the game. And and uh, I'm talking to her, and uh, we continue the conversation from the gym to the lobby, to the parking lot, to the vehicle, to my driveway. <laughs> yeah, I'm, un- I'm unleashing it on the uh, podcast. <laughs> Pulling into the driveway, I'm like, and she's like, what? And I'm like, um, nothing. And I reversed out and I drove back. By the way, I, it wasn't like I was 40 minutes away. I literally was like three minutes from the gym. But I'm, uh, So I drove back to the gym. I'm like, um, can you go in there and uh, get your sister and her friend? Because I left him at the gym, by the way. So I didn't like strand them in the middle of the night. They were actually having shooting practice in there. So there were people there still, but I literally drove off and I forgot my daughter and her friend this evening because I was in a conversation about cheerleading. Like who gets sidetracked about cheerleading? 
I don't know, but I did happen or not. Kind of felt silly. Nobody knew that. Dropped her off in a timely, dropped her friend off in a timely manner. Dropped my daughter off. She never knew. I didn't tell her. My oldest daughter knows. Hope she doesn't reveal the secret. Well, it doesn't matter because I just told the world, but, um, yeah, I forgot her. I've never, you know, as a parent, one other time in my life, I drove <laughs> one, one other time in my life. I don't, I don't even know how, I don't know why I got sidetracked. One, only one, I've done, I've done it one other time. So I, I, I drove up to a local convenience store with my daughter. I think it was on the phone. I think it's how it happens. Like conversations happen and then you forget for a minute. So, so in the convenience store there in my here, here, I'm here. So here in my tiny little town, that's actually a school district. Myself and my daughter pull up at the convenience store. We go in. I don't remember what I got. I have no idea. I don't remember. Um, she walked in. I paid. I walked out. I got my car. I got, I got my, I got my car. I think she went in the bathroom. That's what that's, that was where it happened. And, uh, I got my car and I drove off and I was halfway home and she calls me and she said, Hey dad, where are you at? I'm like, what? I'm like, like, what? She's like, dad, where are you at? I'm like, um, I, I'll be right back. Um, I just, um, I don't know. I don't even think I attempted to make anything up, but I also didn't like come out and be like, yeah, I forgot you were there. But, uh, so I'm like, I'll be right there. She's like, where are you? I'm like, oh, I'm down the road. I'll be right back. So uh, I drove back to pick her up. That's only happened two times in my life. Uh, one was this evening and her friend, sorry to her friend's parents, uh, she was safe. It's not like I, it's not like I walked out in a desolate parking lot. There were still people in the gym, but, uh, and then I left my kid at the local convenience store. So it's good parenting. I feel really good. I feel really good about those two things I I've done. Uh, and I don't even know how, how you get to that level. Like, how do you do that? How do you forget? How do you, for, how do you forget your kids? I don't know. I mean, it happens with people. Lucky for me, it didn't, you know, it was good. Like, it's fine. They're still there. Whew. Made me a little nervous. You know, for the people that listen to this show all the time, you may know that I'm a Buffalo Bills fan, pretty hardcore about it. And um, last night was, uh... oh, by the way, I'm, I'm a day late here with this thing. Last night was the, Buffalo Bills, Chiefs game, and uh, mm, that really, really hurt my feelings with that deal. Uh, Buffalo lost. Chiefs are moving on. I'm just this is a thing because if you listen to the show all the time, you know my favorite team is out of the. That's it. They're done till next year. So I was making fun of so many Cowboys fans who had their feelings hurt. And we're complaining. And I guess I get the thought. Because just like they believed, I believed that my favorite team was the best team in the NFL. And they got dropped. Cowboys fans think they got hosed, by the way, if you've been here, seeing all this controversy. But whether they did or they didn't, I don't know. But, you know, my, my this game went down to the wire. I think there was like four or five lead changes in two minutes in overtime. And, uh, you know, they got beat. Hurts my feelings. I think Buffalo Bills is number one, and now they're not. So I'm forced to go for the Chiefs. 
because it's the same division and Tom Brady got beat. That's how I feel about that, everybody. Moving on. So I've recently purchased a uh, a used vehicle, and it's a 2012. And I bought it because I didn't want like these car payments anymore that were astronomical, which, you know, it's a thing that you should probably do. Especially if you haven't uh, really, uh, when you professionally are not what you once were. <laughs> That's a dumb way to word it. I can still be the same level uh, that I ever was professionally, but I don't want to travel anymore. So, so that's it. So I've kind of, if something like that doesn't happen local, you just kind of got to make your own way. So, you know, I got, I got some things working. Anyway, side note, bought this used vehicle. Well, I pull up, the lot is in the middle of nowhere. It's in, like, it's not, it's out of town. And I call the guy. They have, there's an advertisement. And I call him, like, hey, man, I want to check this vehicle out. You still got it? They're like, yes. He's like, I'm going to work right now, so I can't be there, but I can probably have somebody meet you. Now, remember, this is a car lot that I looked up online. And so I'm like, all right, that's weird. But based on the name, I assumed the owner was a police officer. And I was correct because I asked him. And so he's like, yeah, I have somebody meet you. So I go out there. Well, you know, I, I get in the vehicle. I drive it. I like it. It's smooth. I'm like, yeah, man, this is cool. I like it. This is like, um, I mean, for the money, I feel like this is the coolest thing going. Yeah, let's do it. And uh, that was it. You know, I didn't give any more thought than that. And, and so I like gave him the money and that was it. What I didn't know till I got home was that, um, the back window doesn't roll down because I didn't like, it's not like I, should you, should you check everything? Yes. I checked the radio. I checked the air conditioner. I didn't roll the windows down because it didn't matter. <laughs> it didn't matter. It's not something I thought about. So I didn't do it. Get home. Back window doesn't roll down. By the way, it's an SUV and the very back window, the tailgate window rolls down though. I discovered it didn't. And I also discovered that the tailgate itself doesn't lock. Uh, occasionally, if you slam the door um, 48 times, maybe on average, once out of 48 closes, will it latch? So it doesn't really work, and it's weird, and you got to figure it out, and it's, it's what it is. It's what it is. Um, so I'm driving down the road the other day because it doesn't lock. And, uh, oh, I had a flat tire, by the way, I had a flat tire and that was why I did get it to latch. So I didn't reopen it, but after the flat tire, I got to release the spare. So I got to open up the back. So now that I got to open up the back, now I try to close it 400 times. Doesn't shut probably five times in the last week, driving down the road, people were honking at me and I get all mad because I'm getting honked at. I'm like, why are people honking at me? Right. I don't, I don't know if I'm getting punked or whatever. And so like, I'll turn around and make mean faces. I'm like, man, why do these people keep honking at me? Well, that's because five times in the last week, driving down the road, my tailgate, tailgate's a truck, but you know what I mean? SUV, the back glass opens up. The back glass is, it's, it's wide open. It's opened all the way up. I'm driving down the road with, with nothing in the back. Like there's just a big gaping hole in the back. So if I had things in the back, it was going to fall out. And uh, that's why people were honking at me. Because I, I mean, did I get hosed on the used vehicle? 
I can't say I got hosed. I just, it's just a learning curve for the future. Uh, and I'm just saying, whether you, I'm going to include this because I've learned uh, recently. If, if you're going to buy a new house or you're going to buy a new vehicle, if you're going to spend money, lots of money, you should probably check everything out because you don't ever know what they're leaving you. Um, you know, the, like the house, the, the house that I'd, the last house I bought when I walked in, you, you walk in the house and, and I, I don't know the people. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to be honest with them. I'm going to be pretty blunt. Um, I, I walk in the house. It's a nice house. And, and, uh, the owner was there, which we, I was supposed to meet the realtor, not the owner, the owner was there. So we crossed paths and in my head, you know, I felt like the owner possibly, <laughs> possibly may have done illegal substances uh, in her life. That's what I thought. So I'm like, okay, well, that's weird. But I walk in the house because it's a nice house. So I was like a little confused. And, I, and, and it's decorated nice. And, and I thought, oh, wow. By the way, I have zero decorating skills. I have none. I have, I have zero vision uh, when it comes to that. So I walk in, I'm like, oh man, this is awesome. It was fixed up nice. It was painted. It was was good. Uh, The decorations sold it, even though they weren't going to be mine. It let me know what it could look like. I guess that's a better way to word it. So that's it. Uh, I was pretty sold on the house. I mean, we left and it was decorated nice and space. I'm like, yep, let's just, let's do that one. By the way, I didn't love, I did not love, I just said I loved the house. I didn't love the house. It was the best thing that I thought I found because, uh, I don't know, backstory, the last place I lived before I lived in this community outside of Tulsa, the backstory is I lived in Cleveland, Ohio before that. So so I had some time. I moved in, or I flew in that one day. We looked at 10 houses, 10 or 12, and this was the best one. And we were like, yep, that's it. Pick that. Let's go. This is That's how it worked. That was it. That was the extent of I didn't I didn't like fill it out forever. I didn't move back to the area waiting for what we were looking for. I did it right then. Okay, so um, that was it. What we discovered when we moved out is the world's largest black stain in the center of the living room that was covered by a rug that I didn't pull back because, to be honest, in my limited house buying experience... I didn't think to like go inspect. I didn't think to like move all the couches and you know, stuff you should do. It's not like I moved their stuff out of the way. I didn't crawl under the sink. By the way, that was another thing that left for us. I didn't crawl under the sink and remove all of the items and saw that it was mildewed under there. Uh, the wood rot. I didn't see all that. They fixed, they like hit it. But because I didn't live in that community, I didn't like do a final walkthrough. All things you should do. I learned that because I recently sold that house where I saw these things and those people did those things. And so like they were digging stuff. I didn't even know was a thing because I, I lived there not knowing everything that was wrong. And then because they were like really hardcore, uh, they're like, Oh, fix this and this and this. And in my head, I'm like, there's nothing wrong with that. And then I would go look at what they called out. And I'm like, Oh, well, that's a thing. <laughs> I, I didn't know. Right. Uh, I don't know how I got all sidetracked. I was talking about a vehicle. Um, you should check your stuff. If you buy a house or a vehicle, you know, like a car, you should, you should probably check the windows. You should probably check everything. You should inspect it at the very least. Even if you say, well, well, at the very least you say, I I don't like it and I'm not going to do it anymore. Or, or you gig the current 
seller and say, this sucks, this sucks, this sucks. Uh, I do like the vehicle. I will pay this, but I'm not paying that. Right? You should do that. I didn't do that. The point is, is I'm driving a vehicle. Yeah, it's used. Yes, it's used. Which is why I bought it. You know, but the back glass should shut. Shouldn't should that that should be a thing, right? At least I would think. Yeah, that's it. Doesn't shut. What if a kid was right? No, you would never do that. Kids have seatbelts these days, and they would never ride in the actual back. You know, it's th- three rows. It was behind the third row. You know, you shouldn't. Kids don't ride back there anymore. It's not a thing, and I don't allow it. Which is funny. I've already had a, a whole other show where I talked about how people used to ride in the front seats. Like we're, I, I don't even know how that. I'll, I'll elaborate a little. I don't even know how people even thought that was cool. You put your kid in the front seat, literally five times a week. Every single parent, every parent that has a young child, five times a week, when you brake checked, your kid flew into the dashboard. <laughs> like how, how how did nobody ever say, "Hey, you know what'd be a good idea? You should probably put a seatbelt on. You should probably do that." Now, side note, I'm, I'm also going to add a little something to that that's going to make me sound a little ridiculous, but uh, but I but I believe it. I also think it's weird that you even have to wear a Yes, as a parent, you should put seatbelts on your kids. Like, once again, flying into your dashboard five times a week, at what point as a parent in the 80s did you not figure out, like, you know what would actually be smarter if you, like, put a seatbelt on? Knowing that... And I and and agreeing with that, I still am baffled to this day. I am baffled at this. My friend posted something on Facebook the other day, and I'm like, oh, this is what I've been saying for years, and here I go. How is it legal? How is it legal for law enforcement to write seatbelt tickets? Like how, how is it legal for law enforcement to write seatbelt tickets? When motorcycles are legal, how can they, how can they pull you over and be like, ah, no seatbelt, going to get a seatbelt ticket. I, I, I truly am baffled. I, I actually truly am baffled. Now, did they create that law because, because in the eighties parents still weren't putting their kids in seatbelts and when they hit their brakes, their kids would fly through the dash. Not like not not in a tragic way. Just I just mean within the confines of the car. But they were smashing the dash. I mean, did they do it because parents wouldn't do it? Yeah, I mean, I, I like I get it. Like I get it. I'm not dumb. They should have been doing that anyway. But I literally don't know how you can still currently ride a seatbelt ticket when motorcycles are legal. And I ride motorcycles. I'm not mad at the motorcycle riders. I've I've ridden motorcycles since I was 18. I'm just saying you're not riding it for safety when these other vehicles exist on the highways. It doesn't make any sense to me. I'm not trying to be controversial. I'm just saying sounds a little dumb to me. Anyway, well, look, um, I'm going to Las Vegas. I've, I said it last week because I know this. I vividly remember this. I'm going to Las Vegas this week. I'll be there Friday. I'm going to meet uh, Joe Montana. I believe I'll call him Joe Montana next uh, last week. I'm going to meet Joe Montana. I'm excited for that. It's going to be awesome. Um, 
I remember when I was a child and everybody's like, Joe Montana is the greatest quarterback ever. And to be honest, when I was a kid, when I was a kid in like 1990, he probably was for the time because I believe I'm winging some of this. That's what I think I remember. Went to five Super Bowls. He was like three-time Super Bowl MVP, maybe four. I don't remember. Something like that. And everybody's like, Joe Montana, he's the best ever. Well, I don't even like Tom Brady historically. Once I've said it numerous times. Uh, but, uh, you know, I think he's he, he's obviously the greatest ever. I don't even know how it could be arguable. And I did not like him for 17 years of his 21-year career. I didn't like him at all. I hated him. Um, but, uh, you know, this is what it is. But I'm going to meet Joe Montana. Uh, I'm not going to call him. I'm not. I'm not going to call him Joe Montana because I bet he's heard that since the Waterboy uh, movie. He's probably heard it a million times, and it's not going to amuse him. And I'm not going to say it, but uh, that's who I'm going to meet. I'm excited for it. Uh, love everybody. And uh, oh, by the way, I will not be watching the Buffalo Bills on Sunday, so that's out. That's what it is. Love everybody. Have a good week. Um, listen, listen to this crazy talk. Listen to this crazy talk as I end it. Love everybody. Have a good week. Oh man, uh, go Chiefs. Go Chiefs. Win it all. Love you, bye.